Ooh. I'm a little bit nervous, but in an excited way to see it. So I think it's best to just walk directly down and- Just go in? Yeah. Okay. light down here because as you can see there is no way of the light actually entering the space um, it wasn't built for us to be inside it so it's yeah it's it's something different so we're completely enclosed underground completely enclosed yeah how would you describe the smell i'm sarah wyman and this is atlas obscura a celebration of the world's strange incredible and wondrous places Today, I'm standing inside this massive man-made cave under the city of Copenhagen. It's a cistern built in the 1850s to supply the entire growing city of Copenhagen with fresh water. But then, in the 1930s, the cistern was emptied and closed up, and pretty much everyone forgot about it. Until decades later, when a group of artists and curators rediscovered this place and transformed it into a kind of canvas. Now, every year, a new artist is invited to exhibit their work in this space. And the space itself becomes part of the artwork. The darkness combined with the sound of the space and the climate and the architecture and the history all layered on top of each other. It is overwhelming. But overwhelming can be a great thing. And we've got someone to help guide us through the darkness. Though we're here for the sister, it's not for me. But <laughs> My name is Thomas. Uh, I'm an... Uh, what am I? I work here. <laughs> no, I'm a coordinator of exhibitions and events here at Sistanana. We explore the magnificent interior of Sistanana right after this. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. How would you describe the smell? It's very damp. Um, the air humidity down here is about 100%. And as you can feel, there is also not much circulation as such. So it's very like 
still and... The air is just kind of hanging around you. I have to say it's also remarkable just to hear your voice in here. You can hear how big the space is, you know? For me, it's one of the most amazing things about this space. This reverberation of about 17 seconds. So whenever you say something or do something, it just stays inside the space and it has this incredible presence. You can even just hear the drops uh, falling down somewhere far, far away. And I see we have a map there. Yes. That's a map of the cistern. Yes, exactly. So it looks like three square chambers. Yeah. Uh, the space is a total of 4,320 square meters. And with about four meters to the ceiling, that's a capacity of around 16 million liters of water when it was filled with water. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around that number, yeah. not least because I'm not meters literate. Yeah. <laughs> I was raised in America. Compared to like an Olympic swimming pool, this is around double the size. But one of the very, very fascinating things about this place is also that you cannot really grasp it. And we are so used to being able to grasp every space that we enter, everything we do, everything is designed for us to to feel safe and to know what we're doing. But here, when you enter, it's this sort of labyrinthic space of repetitions. You see these beautiful columns just repeating, repeating, repeating into what seems like forever. And it sort of gives you that feeling of something timeless and something built to last for eternity as well. So it's, it is sort of this space that's without time and space. It's this liminal space that's just something completely different. Let's head deeper inside the space and explore a bit. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For this year's exhibition or installation, you, you sail around in a boat normally, and next year you will be walking around but that's sort of the fun about it, to not try to force this place to be a white cube, but to listen and to feel the space and to work with the space instead of against it. Um, so, yeah, of course, now we do have concerts try to use this incredible acoustics. You, we have communal singing, we have electronic concerts, we have had uh, original operas uh, written and performed for this space, all kinds of musical pieces, which of course you cannot just take any musical piece and put it down here and expect it to be like it is when you perform it somewhere else. Oh, it would be absolutely chaotic. Yes, <laughs> completely chaotic. Like sometimes when I have been down here alone, I tried to put on uh, just some music from my phone. <laughs> and I, when I would walk away just a couple of meters, I couldn't recognize the song. Even if it was one of those popular pop songs, it was completely distorted down here. <laughs> okay, so what's happening on our left here? Yeah, uh, so the installation that's currently on uh, this exhibition by Tomas Saraceno, Event Horizon, um, when it comes to black holes, the, the outer limit of the black hole is called Event Horizon. When you pass it, you are swallowed inside the black hole. 
there is no going back. What we're seeing right here, that's, it is what it looks like. But what do you think it is? I mean, I have all these words in my head that I would use to describe this, and all of them feel inadequate. It's a spider web, but there are clouds in it. Um, and it looks more delicate somehow mm -hmm. than a spider web. I have no idea what it's made out of. Um, it is a spider web. Or really? It's actually several spider webs. Um, I and, and you can see how delicate it is, but still it is super, super strong. This piece was put up back in March 2020. So that's over one and a half year ago. And it's still standing just as beautiful as when we put it up. It's sort of this metaphor for nature. It is so beautiful and so mesmerizing, borderline scary. But if you respect it, it's going to last. If you disrespect it, you can, you can mess it up just in a, yeah, just in a punch or whatever you do. Wow. Okay, so we're about to enter chamber two. But before we go into the next space, just look over there um, with the stalactites. I'm gonna turn on the light on my phone. But you can see it hanging up from oh, the ceiling wow. up there. They're tiny. They're Some so of them thin. are so slim. Some of them, as you can see on the on the column over there, they're massive. It almost looks like a wasp's hive or something on the side of the column. Wow. And we have such a huge variety of uh, dripstones inside the cisterns. This space was built in its current structure in the 1890s. So all the stalactites you see have formed since then. They form way faster inside this space than they do anywhere in nature. Some of them have been measured to grow up to 16 centimeters in one year, which is around 100 times faster than in nature. Why did they stop using the cistern in the 1930s? I think they stopped using it for two reasons. One of them being that they needed more water, and another one was that they needed the water to be cleaner than it could be down here. Since the place was taken out of use in 1933, it was completely abandoned for about 50 years. It was not until the 80s that the first people uh, officially entered the cisterns again, and then it wasn't until the 1990s that they actually emptied it for water and had the first events and small exhibitions down here. Um, so it is kind of a wreck that's just been laying around for a long, long time. Of course, with the music that's playing right now, you might think of churches or sacred places or something like that. But for other people, it, it's a scary place, definitely. Because you are so used to knowing what you're doing and here walking down into the darkness and feeling so unsure and being almost hugged by this entire atmosphere of the humidity, of the acoustics and the coldness and all of that. When you first come down here, it, it can be a bit overwhelming but overwhelming can be a great thing because then you sort of let your guards down and you're open for the impressions that you, that you get.
huge thanks to Thomas Riz Janssen for being my intrepid guide through Sistanana. And by the way, Sistanana are only one of four attractions in the same park and museum network in Copenhagen. That's Frederiksbergmuseana. That's going to be a hard word for me to say. Yeah. Lotvars. It might be easier to say the English word then, which would be the Frederiksberg Museums. There's another contemporary art exhibition space and two museums, including a museum of comedy and satire. It's all either in, under, or around the parks of Sønderjylland and Frederiksberg. Could you visit all of them in one day if you planned ahead? That's a great idea, yeah. For more information, check out the link in our show notes. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes... Dylan Therese. Doug Baldinger. Chris Naka. Camille Stanley. Willis Ryder-Arnold. Manolo Morales. Gianna Palmer. Tracy Samuelson. John Delore. Casey Holford. Peter Clowney. This episode was sound designed by me, with help from John Delore. It was mixed by... Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. From a slightly damp park bench in Copenhagen, I'm Sarah Wyman. Thanks for listening. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Tito's Handmade Vodka had been mixed with its fair share of cocktails. But one night, a chilled glass topped with lime and cranberry would change everything this bottle knew about happy hour. From the producers of America's Favorite Vodka, it turns out the cocktail you've been waiting for was right there the whole time. The Tito's Rom Cosmo. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll sip with Tito's. Coming to cocktail parties near you at titosvodka.com. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly.